Online Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers! Welcome back to Hollywood Hillbillies for your episode of Season 3, Episode 5, Whale Watching. I'm your host, Roxy Star. You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Star, alongside star of the show, David Weintraub. Thank you. Good to see you. With a nice haircut. Oh, yeah. In the new studio. New studio, new haircut, new look. We're here. I mean, and for everyone, I don't know if you're sad, but it's just Roxy and I today. Why does that make them sad? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's not the same. Like, we don't have Ashley's energy in here, but I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. I, I think mean, that we can push it to the limit, really go all the way, and... We're going to have to give that extra 100% because of Ashley's absence. You know? We will do it. I believe okay. in us. And you guys know you can find us everywhere. AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com, slash AfterBuzzTV, on iTunes, on SoundCloud. If you are talking to us, use the hashtag ABTVH. H for Hollywood Hillbillies. You guys are the absolute best fans. We really appreciate all of your comments and that five star, that thumbs up, everything you guys can do. Uh, you're amazing. We love you. So. Not nonstop fan mail from the wedding. Wait, so tell me about the that. wedding. Like not all week. It's been probably close to like a thousand emails, maybe of fans, people tweeting. This is people coming run, to you. Coming or? to me. Coming in. I mean, I don't even know what re- this is. What's coming to me? My office. So, I mean, people going nuts over this wedding. Okay, because it's... Last week, I told you, I really, really got emotional, and I cried during this. I'm not just saying that. I thought this wedding was really moving and inspirational, and that's it how was. I felt. There was a lot, I know, and, and, it, and it really resonated across America, because people are are so involved now in, in where Dee Dee and Paul are going to go. Right. And they directed to me. I don't know why. I mean, you know, directed at Paul and Dee Dee, please. But... I love reading the love that's out there. Not one negative thing said. Only amazing happiness, well wishes. What a beautiful wedding. People call, people being like, you took your mom to the wedding. They love that. So, Well, you want to know why I think that they're directing it at you? Because, yes, this love. I mean, that too. Uh, but this love would have been there. But none of us would have been able to see it. We wouldn't have saw it right. if it wasn't for you. So. Honestly, I understand that you're getting fan mail because of their wedding. Well, How would we have known? You, you, you saying that, and 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 I appreciate all the fans out there sending their love and engaging with us and and letting us know their feelings. Because the thing is, for us, we we we're having a ball doing this, but it's also amazing to actually see people that follow it and understand it and and, and want to be involved in it. Because we want you to be involved. We don't want to. We don't want to just you know. It's right. not just for us. This is for everybody to laugh at and enjoy and you know forget about your your. Your, your problems or life and sit back and enjoy 30 minutes of irreverent hillbilly in Hollywood madness Something. at all times. <laughs> There's that extra 100% that we need. That was an extra yeah, 100%. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. You know, I, I think that it's really great because like you said, it brings me out of my bubble and mm-hmm. I, it shows me something else. And tonight when we were watching, I, I could relate though to just the family dynamic when they were there. They're opening the presents. Yes. They had this wedding. It was it was just very nice and it was like watching them live their everyday lives. Right. This is what's going on. I think that's awesome. Right. And <laughs> again with the little P. 
Little P, what she does. Little P comes through in the clutch. Little P, you are an OG. Okay, that is. I mean, she knows how to gift. So Mima calls Lil P her wife-in-law. Wife-in-law, yes, her yeah. wife-in-law. Yeah, that it makes sense. That's exactly what she is. Well, they were both married to the same man at, at not at the same time, but at similar times in their lot at 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 excuse me opposite times in their lives. So it it makes sense that they have become friends. And and Lil P is you know Lil P Lil P's feisty. You know yeah. Lil P is Mima's Lil P is kind of the one that could keep Mima in check. They have like a rivalry because I'm certainly not doing it. I don't want to step on that dragon. Right. But like they can, she can like put her in her place a little bit. Why That's, do you think that is? Well, because they both play on the same field. You know, mm. they're both they're both OG uh, mamas. Right. And when you're an OG mama, that's kind of where it comes in into play. You know, you get to you get to have that. You and know? Mima clearly Mima's really still gonna be queen. Don't get me wrong. True. Don't get me wrong. Nobody's messing with Mima. But, but if but anybody's gonna be princess, then it can be Lil P. Lil P. Which yeah. is also a great yeah. rapper name. That's true. I'm it, thinking maybe a duo group something. I'll have to talk to Ray J. Yeah, about you that, really you, know? you gotta get on that. Yeah. But she gives a gift tonight that Mima actually liked. It was the only gift she liked. I guess Mima didn't appreciate your laser gift. No, she didn't. Uh, it wasn't as much for her as well, it was for Paul. I mean, it was kind of like, uh, you know, I'm like the laser away guys are mad at me right now about that. They're yeah, like, I get no, it. I'm just kidding. No, my, no, everybody's cool. It's the gift that keeps on Listen, giving, though. Listen, you get you got your booty straight. Paul's happy. If Mima's not happy about the booty straight with the tattoo, we'll figure something else I out. I would like to see that thank you card that they sent you. Thank you so much for removing my butt tattoo. I am so happy that I don't have to look at my wife's I butt tattoo any longer. I wonder if that got lost longer. in the mail because it's it, it, for no, some reason card. still hasn't come yet. I'm waiting on that thank you card. You know whose number I have? DD's. I'm going to text her. It's I'm going to tell her you're waiting for I it. I did get a random gift certificate to an Applebee's dinner with no card. Maybe that was from them. <laughs> Okay, why would we assume that that was from them? Are they big Applebee's person? Why would we assume that I have an Applebee's gift card? Yeah, I don't know. They're not as big of an Applebee's person as they are Roscoe's, though. Yes. And I feel them on that. All right. Roscoe's, the one and only. If you don't know, now you know. Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. The Chicken and Waffle. The original. The original. Yes. Bomb. Yeah. Bomb. This is what it reminded me of. Uh, we've had a lot of chicken this season. I'll be honest. There's been a lot of chicken. Yeah, it's the it's the white meat. They enjoy a little white meat. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. And we we see that uh, Johnny can make his own chicken, uh, but we're we're glad that he's not making the friends that are in our yards chicken. And instead, yeah. we're just going out for chicken and waffles. But we are having a serious business. Well, meeting. Well, no, we're having a we're having a, what what Ray J and I like to have a a board of directors meeting. Okay. In the Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles right. uh, Pico Labreo location. So while shout we were, out, shout out Pico Labrea, mm-hmm. shout out to Herb Hudson, of course, the owner and founder of Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, who who I have known for many years, who is a great guy. You're just he sells so fifty thousand dollars worth of chicken every day of the week. Fifty grand in chicken every day, every day, every day in ten locations. That's that's, that's, a day, that's one day. One day they make the whole thing. I, I was going to actually do a TV show about Holy the Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle family. I but think you still was, should. There was way too many secrets, uh, secrets of the recipe that they didn't want out oh, there. Oh, we're not allowed to you know. know. No. You hear that? No, we're not in on the secret. But shout out to uh, Herb Hudson and drink. Do that, you know the secret? That, uh, yeah, I do actually, but I'm not going to give it away because it's serious. But it, After Buzz TV exclusive, it involves just a lot of. <laughs> it's not so much the recipe. It's how they prep it. The chicken is cooked a couple times a certain way to get it to that. Is it something I don't want to know? No, absolutely not. It'll make you want to like head over there right after this this conversation. So this is the board of directors meeting. Yes, it's you know Ray J, 
you know, me, Mima, Michael. I didn't know the whole family was actually coming, but the whole family came, which is cool. You know, two, two. Who blue. bankrolls us? You do? Because yeah, you had the board, we, you know it's called. We have an ex, you know it's an expense account. We, yeah, okay. we expense it. We write it off. We have, we have a good time with that. Oh so yeah. Here's here's basically what played out. You know we had to explain to Michael that that as much visibility, as much views, and as much um, media power that having a television show and talk shows and all these routes to promote doesn't always constitute that you have direct sales. So that was that was about a month and a half after we had released the, sh- the song and we ran the numbers and the numbers were they were just okay you know they weren't they weren't exactly where we wanted them to be to really pull the trigger on the next leg of of the deal which would be to put out a full album. I have to say honestly, this surprises me because of his fan base and mm-hmm. because of how internet focused they are and all of his YouTube fans and how good I actually think the song is and catchy it is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why it's not really blown up. Well, like, the, the 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 song did blow up but okay but it not, didn't okay. translate into sales the problem is like a song like this a lot of people want to buy it and watch it and they can watch the video and they can do it whatever way they want to do it on online so sometimes they don't go and push the button on itunes to buy it and that's where it comes into right. that's where that's where you know piracy is a big problem out there and that people can go on youtube and play any song they want any minute they don't necessarily need to own it so do you feel like the video actually hurt the song in this case because there's so many video views that no, nothing hurt anything everything okay. was a progression in the in the correct direction to blow up michael's career to blow up him as a as a rapper to have him come out and be presented as a real artist first whether or not that translates into sales, it's not about that or not. It's not about making money all the time at this stage of the game. It's about doing correct projects that help your career, that move you up in the world. And each project, each song, each TV show, each interview, whatever it may be, pushes you in that direction. Right. So Getting no matter like what, this. we won with the song. The song was a winner no matter what. And in time, money will come from that song. But at that exact moment, what we were dealing with that day was saying, Michael, you know what? It didn't pay for how much was spent. Do you feel as if Michael can be a little naive sometimes because he doesn't know the business end of this so much when he was saying, well, why don't we just put out an album now? Well, well, it's not that they're naive. It's that they haven't lived through the music business. And this is the first time. Now, we've lived through the music business. Uh, I mean, Ray's lived through it for for you know 20 years of his life i right. lived through it for almost 20 years of my life and through countless amounts of uh clients and celebrities that i've that i've managed and worked with so we live through it a little bit differently right. this is their first run and this is their first focus this is michael's first focus song so it, it it's got to burn you a little bit but at the same time, you have to learn the ups and downs of the entertainment business to understand there's highs and lows. And that's a continuous circle that you're going to be in no matter what side of the game you're on. I was surprised we didn't see Mima try to blame David yet again for this one. She didn't come at you the way I thought she would at Roscoe's. Good editing. No, I'm just yeah. no. Um, You know, there was a lot that happened at that lunch that doesn't necessarily have to do with what's really going on okay. uh, it, for the audience. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, Mima and I, we, we talked it through. But hey, listen, we, 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 we made the video. We put the song out. We got the best writers in the world. You know, we had Evan Bogart write the song with him. Right. I mean, come on. We, we, it's the best package around. But at the same time, Michael actually learned the process even better. What you're going to see come from Michael's music is that the entire gingerbread experience from writing the song, making it, picking the beat, doing everything that he did is now going to help the future potential album 
tenfold. It's going to change the the complete dynamic of how he writes everything, all of his artistry. His artistry is changing as a result of this. So it, it, it's important to digest the lesson, but not let it not let it hurt your feelings. When you say what we're going to see, do you mean in season three, or do you mean what you're hoping that we you're see? You're going to see, line? yeah, you're going to see a lot more music in season three. I mean, we're still we're still just really getting started in season three. We're only in episode five. We got a, a lot more. Epi- we have, I think, a ten or eleven more episodes coming out. Um, there, Woo-hoo. you know, there's a lot. A lot to see and a lot to to to, to understand of where you go because nothing is overnight. You know, right. it's not. Th- that's why this show is a real show. Like you're actually exploring stuff that's really happening in these guys' lives. I was gonna say I really appreciated what we did in tonight's episode, which was show that. Not everything is just like you write the song, you make the money. And a lot of times I feel like artists try to hide the downside of things Mm -hmm. because they don't want anybody to think that they're struggling. Yeah. But for lack of better words, the struggle is real. The struggle is real. I thought that was great that we saw that. I think that Ray J also brought to the table a different type of um, understanding because Ray J as an artist himself, he's had highs and lows of of his music. So he's explained to Michael differently than somebody who's just a label guy. You know, because he has to, he, he, he's going to wear his heart on his sleeve too. He's going to say, you know what, this song worked, this song didn't work. Why did this song work and that song and that song didn't? You're, you know, it's an easier way to break it down, which that advice does come later. We didn't show a lot of that tonight, but a lot of that did happen at that, at that, at that fried chicken lunch. I want to know more about the relationship with Michael and Ray J because obviously we've explored the relationship of yours and Michael. You guys mm-hmm. are very close. You consider him family. Mm-hmm. And tonight he says, I consider Ray J family. And we hadn't really seen seen yeah, that no, much they, of that. They, um, Michael and Ray J have become very dear friends and, 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 and Ray is definitely very invested in Michael's career, his friendship, his family, his well-being. Um, you know, I think that, that they, they connect on a different level, different than he and I, because Ray can be a little bit more, uh, friendly in a different way with him. Like he can kind of, you know, he can play boss with him for the label, but then still really be his buddy, buddy. You know, I, I have to, I try to be Michael's buddy, buddy too, but I have to be, you know, I got to stick to the business too at right. the same time. Cause you know, you always got me, breathing down. You know. Right. Oh, and, me, and by the way, Mima, Mima said that I was forty. I'm I'm not anywhere near forty. I'm 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 thirty six. So what a jerk. You know, she she said she said that in one of those episodes. We never even touched on that. You got to call her out on yeah, that. Yeah. Let you know. Yeah. Finally, Does, you're standing up to Mima. You usually. No, I don't want. I love Mima. I know. I know. I love that. I love, love that Mima lady. Too. I love Mima so much, and I keep getting promised the Moo Moo. But this season, oh, you want to wear it again? I want to wear the Moo Moo. Oh, you want me to bring it in and wear it? I want. You want to wear it? I want to wear it. But we could both actually technically wear it together at the same time. Okay. What I really want, though, is I want Mima to bring in the Moo Moo on her body, and somehow it to get transferred onto my body. You know what, Roxy? Like, I know, you know, <laughs> as, a, as our producer Stephen gives me the stare, I'm now like floored, blown away. Stephen, I think we're gonna have to cut this thing short. Roxy's <laughs> going in. Roxy, okay, all right, we're moving take on. It easy. We're moving on. So this episode's about whale watching. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I was just talking whale about. Whale watching. Uh, okay, so here's Sorry. what we're doing now. Before we get to the whale watching, we've got this whole yard sale fiasco. I think Michael's feeling a little down about the album. And Johnny comes in at the best times always. I think he's an incredible uncle. He's got a lot to say and a lot to teach. And he says, listen, 
sometimes you got to pick up a few different trades and as as a musician or as an artist of any sort you're gonna work some weird odd jobs at times if you need money or whatever it is if you're what you're doing it's just always nice to have a backup plan or things that are supplemental to your expenses so he's teaching him listen i go to auctions and this is the way it works and i every single time i see johnny i just learn more and more i really respect him i really respect him i think that he does has so much knowledge. He's a very knowledgeable guy in a right. lot of different fields of uh, the world. And he's a really good person. Yeah, of course. And he, and he wants to help. So I love watching this and I like watching the yard sale. Um, and they were a little confused by the yard sale. This looked yeah. like an avid yard sale to me, but yeah. I guess not to them. Well, you know, when, it, when it's in LA, there might be nicer stuff than what they get back on the, on, you know, on the, on the farm back at home. Yeah, they even say. Even though they don't live on a farm. <laughs> right, right. But that we are. We want learning. you to think that they live on a farm. In the farmland, but they don't. No, I mean they live in a in in a rural area, but it's we not. saw that. They well, Johnny's got a farm actually. Johnny really is more the of you know the farmer John. He's Remember got he's got that 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 big old estate, you know, lots of land and all that stuff. Okay, we watched them grill things on that shopping cart once. Yeah, they did. That yeah. was serious. That's some farm stuff. Well, look. Love it. I'm looking. Looking, love I'm it. I'm looking, love it. I, I want to be invited I would, to that. I would love to try. I wonder if that tastes like any type of, you know, metal, metal y. Uh, it's a nice little smoky metal yeah. flavor to it. <laughs> Let's ask them. I gotta, we got to get Johnny on to ask him. So, anyway, we, we go to do uh, that, but then we move to a different, I guess he was a different auctioneer or something. They find this lap band yes. uh, that they become obsessed with. I don't think I've ever seen one of these before. No. Uh, maybe on no. an infomercial or something. Well, where you weren't born in the 40s, so no. <laughs> that's like that's like a that's like a, an invention from the early, you know, 50s as a weight loss machine that it was like to shake the fat out of your body. And apparently DD says that it worked on Mima back in the 70s is I, I don't really understand. DD Come on. Does, stop, please. Do you think that DD honestly believes that though? Honestly believes it? Well, oh, it like, is Dee Dee, right. so I, feel I don't like she know. Must. I, I, she she may, she may very much so. This was the weirdest looking thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So, correct me if I'm wrong. The concept is you put it on and it shakes away your fat. It shakes away fat. It's a fat shaker. Why wouldn't every single person use this every day if it worked? Just put put I on think the shaker. For a minute, whoever invented <laughs> it, they did. Like this is, I think it's the same guy that invented the uh, the slip and slide, and everybody bought the slip and slide. So okay. why not buy the? Uh, that makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. I completely understand, and I would have done the same thing that uh, that Michael decided to do, which he buys it, but he does something really smart. I mean, the thing about Michael knows how to have a good time, <laughs> and that's, that's why he bought the lap band. I think it's because he, he wanted to watch Didi and Mima have fun with it. Oh, I'm my just God. I'm just Jeez, kidding. That's, that's, jiggle, that's, jiggle, that's jiggle all over. Michael, you know that I love you, and I'm just kidding. Michael, if that's what you're into, <laughs> we're going to have to have a discussion immediately, so please call me. He buys it, though, to sell it because Paul says it's a uh, – Johnny says, excuse me, it's a smart investment – and so he, he barters with the guy. I was kind of proud of Michael in that moment. He, he knocks it down to 70 or 80 You know, or as an investment, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really call it an investment. You can make like 50 bucks off that thing. Yeah, you know, that's like that's a the good... Roscoe, you know, that's a quarter of the Roscoe's bill. Yeah, maybe um, he'll just take you though as a, as a thank you to Roscoe's. Just to Roscoe's, two of you guys. I mean, that sounds kind of good. I'm kind of hungry, actually. Yeah. I'll, well, you know who would like some Roscoe's over here. Is you, you? Yeah, if he makes that 50 bucks, you tell him that he's got to take me Roscoe's. That's fine. 
That's right. He owes you a lot of meals. I mean, we we, we know that. Yeah, we and know. the what are, I still forget what is it called? Those corn nuts that you keep saying you'll bring in. Corn what, nuts? Oh that? yeah. Were we talking about corn nuts? Yeah. I actually noticed that there's a brand new flavor of corn nuts. Uh, there's a jalapeno cheddar flavor. I had it. I had some in Las Vegas. They're pretty good. Astute observation yeah. you have, my friend. Okay, so the name of the episode is whale watching. Lil P got the entire family this whale watching yep. thing. Yep. Talk to me. Talk to me about whale watching because I gotta say I mean, I've never whale been. Wa- like I don't know the boats. The, those kind of boats right here in California going out into the Pacific Ocean. Very rocky. Right. Very rocky. Were you like, uh, uh, this is my client, don't let him go, he'll well, get to go? Well, no, I, I, I didn't have to go, so... Um, <laughs> would I, you have? Would I have? No, no, I don't like those kind of boats. Were you even invited as part of the family? Did Lil no, P write your name? No, I wasn't invited, no. I think now you got beef no. with Lil P. No, no, I, you know, you know yeah. ooh, Lil P, damn. <laughs> damn. Okay, so you, you didn't know, have to I, go. The thing is, I've watched enough whales in my life, so um, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm good, you know, I'm good with just the visual in my mind of seeing whales. Okay. You know? I, I, I don't I even know what that from, means. From, well, I just came back from, from Las Vegas from seeing the uh, the fight out there, and uh, he, he, there was a lot of whales. I was going to say Flipper, say. but isn't Flipper a dolphin? Flipper is a dolphin. Which one's the whale? There's a, a whale? No, which one? No, I know what a whale looks like. What do you like. mean? Isn't Flipper? There a fa- from the movie or something. Isn't there a famous whale? Like a, a version of Flipper? Free Willy. Free Willy. Free, Free Willy. Willy. Thank, Willy God. Thank God. Somebody in here is paying attention. <laughs> okay. So anyway, they go to see these whales. You don't have to go, so you're okay with yep. it. Uh, and then we've got... The boat. The, the boat had hot dogs. The boat had hot dogs. I'm thinking that like, well, that's not you, a coincidence. The bo- We only go on boats that have hot dogs. Yep, yep. And then... If you don't have a hot dog, they ain't getting on your boat. It's the uh, Jack and Rose pose. Like, I'll never let go that Dee Dee and Paul do. It was emotional. Yeah. Why don't you ever do that to me? I, I do You could be my Jack. I'll float on the boat. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, all right. I did what like the... Oh, whatever floats your boat. Um, I thought that that was really nice. And at the top of the episode, we had Mima say... It's disgusting how sickeningly in love and obsessed they are with each other. Right. And Why is she hating? She. How are you hating? Why are you hating? Maybe she's a little jealous. She's jelly? I don't know. I don't really think I so. I think she's know. really, really happy for Dee Dee and Paul. Mima can't be jealous. Mima, like, Mima loves them. Mima, know. you know, Mima bro- broke it down. Um, she's just being Mima. Right. And that's it. Like, when you're being Mima, that's what you're doing. You're, you're it. You're everything. You're the queen Mima. Yeah. You're in it. Nobody can take her place. Never. Not even you, Sir David Weinberg. I would never try. That's true. I would never try. I know. Earlier this season, we talked about you and Mima. Maybe you get a little closer. So No, stop. Maybe you're the king. Stop. No, She's I just mean in a friendship way. Out of my, range, my, my age range. I mean in a friendship type. way. I mean in a, as a friend. <laughs> oh, as a friend? Yeah. Oh, my God. When you see what, where, what things that go down between me and Mima next, damn, Mima... You know, we had some good times. Did it involve I'm, lap I'm so, bands? I'm so, no. Did it involve matzo no. ball soup? No. What? I can't tell you yet. Okay, well. We're getting there week by week. I need you to, like, like ride this journey with me. I will. R- be my ride or die right now and ride into the after bus sunset of Hollywood Hillbillies ride or die The same way that they rode the boat to watch the whales, I will ride this journey with you. Thank you. Wave. But I want to hear, you. so I can give predictions, but I, I just Tell w- me, what no, do you think? I'd rather hear from you. I mean, I think that, honestly, I, based on talking to Michael and seeing him and TV whatnot, I really think that he. He has a bright future and a, a big career ahead of him. So I think we're going to see a lot of that this season, mm-hmm. which is what really excites me because I love watching him grow and develop. If you think about him, oh my gosh, even season one, 
He came in this and you were like, what are you wearing? Why do you talk, hug everybody you see? Who are you talking to? So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, and, now we saw him last week. He's got the goatee and he's like all suave. You know, Michael's coming back in season four in a drop top Bentley too. So watch out. But what's going to happen with the tiger car? Tiger car is all good. They can rock the tiger car, but we're also to roll the dot, the drop top Bentley. It's okay. Tiger car has got to drop those seats a little bit because Dee Dee's looking real uncomfortable. First of all, you cannot top the tiger car. The tiger car is so pimp. That is true. I agree so with that. Pimp. Again, Johnny. You roll up in that, people are like, oh my God, this guy is, he's, he's there. Uncle Johnny pimps that thing yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what can you tell us that we're going to see? Any spoilers you can give us for next I mean, week? little spoilers. I can't give too much away, but I can let you know that um, the adventure of the Hollywood Hillbillies and David Weintraub all running around Hollywood together, making deals, doing events, doing things, and making Michael's career and making me my happy and all that is going to get gnarly. Gnarly, gnarly, gnarly. Oh, that's the word, gnarly. Gnarly, yes. I think about like gnarly. And then there's going to be a time and place where David has to do various different jobs involving other Hollywood hillbillies. Ooh, some other careers are popping up. Well, no, I mean in the family. Okay. But you know, like... As the bigger, the bigger and bigger that they get, the more and more things come. Right, because Michael's come. not the only celebrity anymore. Well, it's not even about that. Michael's the only one really pursuing the entertainment thing. But being that they're he'll, you know, that they're in this game, things come in. So we're gonna see some really fun stuff off the wall. I have no idea what that means. I. I, I mean, we I, have to keep it vague. We can't, you know. I don't. I don't want. We can't. We, no, I love that. We I, can't. We can't keep it crazy. I feel like I just got gotta keep shocked. Got to keep it straight. Now I'm definitely along for the ride with you. Well, I you weren't before. Am. Oh no, I, I was. Roxy, I was. like, come on. I, we're gonna I, think, where's Ashley since right now? The donut proposal. I have been so in. I was in before that. But you were in before. You I knew was, it. You I knew was, it. I Kevin really and Maria was. said, "Listen, this is gonna be a good show. Trust us." We're going to have a good time. Yep. And I listen to whatever my EPs say. That's right. And, and now I take your advice on it, too. So you say trust you, and I will, that this trust will be the craziest, be ready. gnarliest season yet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, David, thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you, as always. And uh, it's the people who want to talk to you throughout the week, which I'm sure they do. Yes. Where can they find you? On Twitter at DWE Talent and on Instagram at Sir David Weintraub. And they can see you on the show. Hollywood Hillbillies, 9 p.m. every Saturday night on the Reels channel. Absolutely. Make sure to check it out and make sure you find us at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV. If you want to talk to us, use the hashtag ABTVHH. That's for Hollywood Hillbillies. Leave a comment, uh, five stars, whatever you guys can do for us. We love it. You're the best fans ever. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. Until next week, goodbye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Bye. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.